Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. I'm Eric. And uh, we're going to go with Common Rider Double today, The Girl A, The Price of Lying. It's episode six. It was aired on October 11, 2009. It was written by Riku Sanjo and directed by Naosuke Kurosawa. And it's been a long time since we uh, first started this two-parter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel so, like we probably shouldn't have went on hiatus in the middle of a... <laughs> Do whatever. That's just how things happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, we ended up having to watch the episode again anyway. Yeah. So. so what do you remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what we can do talk really quick about is that you did see the first delusion. Yes. Yes. The, the, uh, uh, what it, if Akiko was a uh, secretary? Yeah. So if she was a secretary. And then it, it also had Philip in it that was like a stereotypical all, all, sidekick. Well, all the delusions have just the main characters in them and a, usually a suit. Right. Of some sort. Because that's all they got. They they recorded them like in an afternoon or something. Um, they were bonuses for the DVD releases. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's going to be another one after this episode. Oh, all right. So we watched this episode and then another uh, delusion. So is it like part of the episode order? Like you've actually got it all written down? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's the uh, the continuity order is what it's called. Okay, yeah, yeah, like chronologically. So because they're kind of like him reminiscing about the case and oh. having a delusion that kind of related to the case. Okay, so you definitely don't want to watch them all at once and then yeah, because they they, they will give you uh, spoilers for uh, episodes. Okay, so. But uh, they were released on the DVDs, and they were about the cases that were on those DVDs. Okay, okay. And they're usually... Uh, it was like four, some, I think four minutes maybe for the one we Yeah, watched. four or five minutes. But they're, they, uh, yeah, they're just like fun little goofy things. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, it, it, it devolved. Basically, uh, it started off with him having his like ideal setup, and then it just became some sort of nightmare yeah, it's funny because it's he can't control his delusions right they're not daydreams they're delusions yeah, that's what up. makes it different and so it's just yeah because he uh the pet was the t-rex still pond yeah and, they were they were hunting down an iguana and in walks the t-rex and it's just like <laughs> but this is after they were already doing like because uh, it starts off they're all really professional and then all of a sudden they're being extremely unprofessional. He's like, wait a minute, no, I'm not going to take part of this. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? You're always joining us for this. And he's like, that's when the delusion started to break down. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's obvious. The next one is, what if Akiko was a city councilwoman? That's what we're watching after. Oh, that makes sense because we're watching something about a city councilwoman. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, what do you remember about the last episode? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, I know we left on a cliffhanger. That's relevant yeah. because right now there's a, a tooth bullet flying at uh, Aki, no Asuka. Asuka, yeah, the, the the daughter. Yeah, the daughter who is coming to greet her papa. Yep. <laughs> Talk and, about delusions. Uh, I remember him reaching into his. I want to say I don't know where they're magically appearing their keys and just kind of accepting it as. Oh, oh, the 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 memories. Yeah, uh-huh. they just kind of appear Pop in his hands. I don't know which one he's grabbing, but he's definitely reaching. They for have a thing. Each one of them have like a thing that can store them, which was a sold toy. Okay. Like you see, I have the belt, and then there's a spot to put them on the sides for, oh, for yeah, the zero yeah. one driver. Um, like Wizard had this chain thing that could hold all these extra rings. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but mostly it's just they just pull them out of the butt. Yeah, just you know, yeah, <laughs> you don't question it. Right. I mean, <laughs> we just accept it as its y- natural yeah. occurrence of the yeah. show. It's part of it. Uh, because he always pulls out the one he needs out of his breast pocket of his of his jacket. Uh huh. But it doesn't show where he pulls the belt out from. <laughs> 
like Phillips appears magically, but Shotaro has to put the belt right. on. He has, <laughs> and he has so many bulky gadgets on him. You'd think yeah, that he just because I mean his watch is massive. His phone is like four inches thick. It's right. just ridiculous. But um, yeah, you just accept it. Yeah, this is life now. It just comes out from <laughs> from off screen. I mean. I mean, where does uh, Hungo's coat go when he transforms? Yeah, good point. Because he opens his coat yeah. <laughs> to have the belt. <laughs> so, I mean, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a- any predictions? Um, well, I, not necessarily predictions so much as hopes. I do hope that it's more uh, trigger-based. Because like you, like you were saying, they revealed it for a whole five seconds, and then that was the end of the episode, basically. Yeah. So I, I would hope that that continues. As mm-hmm. far as, well, not that five seconds. Yeah. The theme, no, but uh, a lot more trigger this episode would be cool. Because I want to see, I'm really interested to see if other combinations result in different weapons. And not just the same machine gun pistol, which I'm still fine with if it is like that and just changes Well, colors. yeah, it is. It is the same machine gun pistol, just like it's always the staff. Okay, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. It's just what it does is different. Okay, all right. And just always when he's, it's always punches. Right, yeah. He yeah. doesn't, but okay. so it's just the different way the effect goes. Right. I don't know. It's like sometimes, especially when it gets more toyetic, I'm thinking, okay, are they going to like hammer down and make everything different so there's more toys? Or is it just one of those? Uh, well, I mean, just wait till we get to O's where there's like 45 forms. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, because he actually, uh, I don't really take it as a spoiler because I'm not going to remember any of it anyway, but he was showing me his pictures from his trip to Japan and he went to the Common Rider Cafe. Yeah, so he did the Common Rider Cafe pictures, which they had uh, the complete collections of things. Yeah, and, and so there's just walls and walls and walls of toys, so yeah. there's no way I'm going to remember where who goes where and yeah. whatnot. They had the full collection of guy memories, but they also had the full collection of Oz's forms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it is. <laughs> it was just like, a, it looked like, it's like where, where's Waldo? You got to figure out where the original one is. In yeah, this match. Um, which is not the one you think it is, which is the funny part. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we are going to go watch that, Alrighty. and we will be back. Cyclone Joker, and we're back. So, what you think initially? Well, uh, it was a good episode. Yeah, something that annoyed me. We'll get to that when we get to the end of it. But Pro- uh, probably the same thing that annoyed me, but. <laughs> Uh, I do know that, that might be a cultural thing. It's probably a cult. Yeah, I think that's what because it's literally what I have written down here. Well, anyway, okay. So uh, we start off with the uh, like directly where we left off with, with the, the recap, mm-hmm. and it, that's when you see the whole uh, the board, the whatnot. board which shows all the relationships. I really like that. Yeah, I still you know I still dig it. And then we saw that it does show that somebody's deceased. Because at first I was wondering uh, why didn't it show that this guy was dead? And then he point he, Eric reminded me, well, the guy's not the Dopont is not dead. He's just been taken out. Yeah, he's just you know he's in uh, he's in withdrawals. Do- yeah, Dopont withdrawals. Um, but the the dad or whatever was grayed out on the board, and I was yeah. like, oh okay. So then it goes straight into where the last episode left mm-hmm. with her being shot at. Yeah, and it just it resolves immediately with a quick Luna slap. So that was the one he was pulling out was Luna. L- Luna slap. Yeah. So Joker <laughs> Luna and it just slaps the bullet away. Get the hell out of here. Whenever I think of Luna, I think of uh, the cat from Sailor Moon. Name, oh, yeah. He's named Luna. <laughs> Luna Slap. <laughs> um, and then he runs into the water. To, then uh, the, the Dupont uh, leaves. Dupont leaves, and then he runs into the water. And I like this because it always, I always noticed they are not scared to get those suits wet. No. Like at every show, there's a fight in a water or in a fountain or. Later in the show, they fight like in a not drained, but like two inches of water, like tributary or something like hmm. that. And and it yeah, like in zero one, they fought in the 
uh, yeah, it's, it's it showed the, the shark biting shark. That's the same thing that they do in like this show also, and they're not scared to get the suits dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how well did they keep. How but, well, how they, how long they last? Because they still yeah. use these suits. Like, yeah. n- like even though this was ten years ago, they're still using the double suit. Really? When they, because they just had, um, whenever they have anniversary shows. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they just had in the uh, the Zio movie all the Heisei writers, hmm. and if they don't still use the suits, they can remake them. Okay, yeah. Because I mean, they had Kuga. And Agito in there still too. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. And and just a couple of years ago, there yeah. was they made a new, a different Ichigo suit. But just previously before that, they had the the same suit for the original Kamen Rider Ichigo. He was still fighting in that suit. I wonder how they clean that. They just make a new one. Yeah, I would <laughs> say because that's got to be ranked. Yeah, a, a fifty years old suit. They just make a new one. Yeah. <laughs> but so, anyways, he uh, he tries to chase after this uh, the, the the actual main. Uh, Dopont Anamatakaris. He's fleeing into I don't know. Is it a river? I think it is. It, I think we've decided. Yes, it was a river that was man-made. It looks very man-made. Yeah. Um. And he tries to chase after it, but then he's just like, ah, oh, got away, and he's kicking the water. And Philip's like, you know, I don't think we should be fighting in the water anyway. Yeah. You know, because it just seems like a bad idea considering the the monster we're fighting against. Yeah. Especially how much how how much faster and more mobile he seems under the water anyway, mm-hmm. with how quickly he got away. Um. Yeah, so that's the start. It was just very quick. Ended the action almost immediately, and then we kind of got back to it way later, and it's pretty cool when we so get to that. So he untransforms. He, he runs off to the side, and he runs around. A, a, they do a, an easy fix. Yeah. So they have the guy in the suit run behind a pillar, and then Shotaro comes out from the pillar. Yeah, comes out <laughs> from behind the pillar. And so that's an easy way of saving some money on the transformation effect by like having him. And then uh, Shotaro has... Like an additional recap in his head about how the girl's being lied to, mm-hmm. about Common uh, Rider being her dad. Yeah, and then it goes to the opening. It goes to the the opening credits. Yeah, um, still great. I yeah, the song gets stuck in my head now. Didn't before. I Common Rider. I almost never skip the openings. No. Well, I mean, there's just no reason, especially now that we're only watching them. Uh, I mean, even when I'm binging. When you're binging? Yeah. I listen to the Zio opening all 50-something times. <laughs> and every build opening, I listen to every build opening. And uh, I might use it as, like, the minute to, like, to, you know, check my phone, make sure there's no messages. Right, it's not something. like you're watching intently, but... But every time something new happens in the show, like a new form or something, I'll uh, watch it to see if it appears in the intro. Right. Um. But yeah, so I, I think I've listened to all these songs so many times. We're watching it one time a week. That's no big deal. Yeah, right. Even when I'm binging, I listen to every single time. Yeah, see, I don't know. Maybe because um, I have a bad habit of not skipping. I know sometimes when I'm watching shows on Netflix, if there's an intro I really like, I hate that it auto-skips it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you, you asshole. I wanted to watch that. Uh, when, I, um, when I'm watching something that's not on Netflix, it seems, it seems like skipping it is more effort. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I could like move the mouse or get the controller, or I could just wait. Yeah, just kind of chill. <laughs> anyway, so it comes back and they are in an office, and she is basically saying what the plan is going to be that they're going to go negotiate tomorrow again mm-hmm. for the building. Yeah, and uh, what's interesting about this is uh, it's like she doesn't have any regard for child safety, yeah. and is using her child's uh uh resolve also 
so like okay she's like oh the kid's cool with it basically like yeah. she's she's decided she's gonna do whatever she can to help me it's like the child's like five or six and really doesn't understand how dangerous the situation right is. now she's treating it as if the child was like 17 yeah. deciding to go along with it and i think that's just her grief she's crazy with yeah, it's like insane because it's i mean okay how many times this kid almost died just yeah. there in front of your eyes yeah and um so there is something in these shows and you're going to have to get uh, understand, especially with these shows, mm. is it's so funny. So their shows aim for kids, right? Mm-hmm. And that means in these shows, child endangerment is through the freaking roof. Yeah, because you're, you're putting the child there so the kid can put themselves in the... Yeah. Yeah. All these shows. It is nuts. So you have to put those things aside because uh-huh. like every movie... Not, I don't think the double movie, but most movies in the past five or six years have been a child gets caught up in the most evil plan ever, and the superhero comes along and helps them out, and then they become instrumental. And so, uh, even in, uh, I think in the original Common Rider, they come up with the Common Rider Club, which is a group of kids who like help out Common Rider. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, I've had to almost. Suspension of disbelief in it because it is ridiculous how badly children get injured in this show. Uh, oh. Not, but they don't get injured. How badly children are endangered in the oh, show? Oh, endangered. Okay, yeah. Because they are always in the thick of it, right? Or getting uh, captured, or getting yeah. attacked, or yeah. So it's kind of funny. I mean, yeah. in uh, in several Sentai shows, uh, they'll make like the sixth ranger a child. <laughs> in, wow. Uh, in Die Ranger, uh. The, the 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 funny thing is so in um in power rangers they made tommy the green ranger and then because there wasn't that much footage of the green ranger they phased the green ranger out but he was so popular they brought him back as the white ranger the white ranger was for a show called die ranger okay in die ranger the white ranger was like a 12 year old boy who transformed into a power ranger <laughs> and so he's hyperactive when he transforms it's ridiculous but this was he was a full-on power ranger he transformed and like when he transformed he was like a normal he was an adult right right right. but this happens sometimes and just totally shazam and here you are yeah your perfect self uh so yeah child endangerment is off the charts in these shows so that's just something you'll have to like i don't have children but i i've had to put my suspension of disbelief around that well, I mean, the thing that also like annoys me about it, and this thankfully is addressed by Shotaro and Philip directly after the scene, is that it's really not hard to piece together that the man baby I, RC racer Takamura is involved. Yeah, you know, because his his well, actually, in the uh, in the previous episode, when I don't know if you caught this, but when uh, Double beat uh, the fake Armakaras, he, he was surprised that it wasn't Takamura. Yeah, yeah, he, says, he was like, it's "Wait, not him? it's not him." No, um, it was his underling. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to the the planning. Um, uh, Shotaro calls her out that she's yeah treating her child like a tool and is extremely yeah, dangerous. And doesn't understand. Doesn't understand when an adult's lying to her, and so uh, so she says it's going through anyways. And Shotaro says, "Fine, whatever. I'll, if you're gonna go anyways. I'll protect you then." And then he goes out to talk to Asuka. Yeah, because Asuka's out like on a balcony. Uh, and she's drawing the new form. She's drawing the Luna uh, Joker form. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Why is it that uh, Papa has so many colors or something like that?" Yeah, and he's and like, "Well, they give him different powers." And yeah, he also and mentions he, a, uh, a, red a red one. one. Yeah. I've heard he's told me there's a red one. <laughs> so he's having trouble 
Oh, he, he can't lie to a kid. Like it I mean, he can't it, tell the kid the truth. He can't break a kid's heart. Right. In his in his inner monologue, he's resolved to you know to be like, okay, God, tell her the truth. And then when it comes time, it's like, aww. And, and so he asks the story of why she believes. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that after her dad disappeared, because she's in total shock, because she was there when her dad died. Right. She's in denial about it. Uh, when her dad disappeared, she would not. She would always cry, and then her mom would give her that little doll that she's been carrying around, mm-hmm. and told her the lie that her father is protecting the city with a mask now because something happened to his face. Yeah, his face was injured or scarred. And I'm guessing that this happened before common rider became known yeah because yeah. in in the show the term common rider just came out like two weeks ago yes and then she didn't she called him a, a masked knight masked not necessarily knight. a masked rider and so i'm guessing that uh she didn't say straight up your dad's common rider she said your dad is wearing a mask and he's protecting people now yeah and so the child yeah. made this connection yeah. and so she's just run because uh she had this little toy thing it's like your dad is now this he's protecting the people and rather than correct her, be like, no, not that masked multicolored character, different masked multicolored character right. protecting the city. Um, and so that's why, and I guess she just doesn't have the heart to correct her daughter. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Chotaru is talking to Philip on the phone. Yes. Um, Chotaru basically is saying that he hasn't, uh, I mean, besides the them talking about uh, making the connection that Takamura is obviously involved, we just don't know where he is right now. Uh Shotar is talking about how he could he couldn't lie to the girl or he couldn't break her you know illusion. Of, and this is when Philip says you're always half boiled about yeah. this. She can't be. You're not. You're. You want to be this hard boiled detective, but you're too nice of a guy. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> like it, it basically. It's like I can't believe that you're lying to this girl as well. So basically, now Philip's taking the stance of Shotaro, who is taking the stance. He's taking of, the stance that Shotaro wants to take. Right. Um. This is also when they point out that. Uh, the memory was like a prototype, like mm-hmm. development kit, a yes. dev kit of a memory. And so um, the only way that Takamaru would have this is if he was involved in the production of Gaia memories. Yes. So he is not only like a seller, but he's higher up. Yeah. Yeah. So Philip's putting it all together. Um, And so then from there, it cuts to, to the factory. Mm. You can see like a, a little bit of the production going on. And, uh, and Sayako uh, Ki- and, Ki- Sayako and Ka- Kiriko are there. Yeah. And they're kind of chewing out the guy. Yeah. Um. He's you know he was all he was all manly when Ki- it was just Kirihiko, yeah, but, but when that he's psycho's like, there, he's like he's in timid. his suit. By the way, he's not in his like slacks and whatever the hell. Like he was in like shorts and a he was just in like a a, a dagger and yeah, just right. But now he's in a business uh, business formal and he's talking formal and, and bowing he's, he's here all, and there. Yeah, he's because he's scared of uh, Sayuko. He's not scared of Kirihiko. No. Um. And I think he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he. I mean, what we've seen episode one. Yeah. So he basically, it, but he asks for uh, Kirihiko's help. Yeah. So he basically, first off, he starts asking in a very informal way, and then he realizes he, he, who he's well, talking he kinda, to. Well, he kind of almost demands, and then all of a sudden yes. he realizes who he's talking to. He's like, uh, k- changes k- his k- tune, please. Well, first, <laughs> the funny I thing request is, request the aid of your husband. Is who he's asking. Because he first off, he tries to ask Ruli to Kirihiko. He says, you should help. Yeah. And then he realizes, this, remembers the situation, and he says, can your husband please help me? Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, shows who's the boss. It, it tickles Karihiko pink, I feel like. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> finally. Cool. He's like, it's like, yes, I've been waiting for this. Exactly what I want. He also thinks it's awesome that his wife's in charge. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's, just, he's not intimidated by his no. wife being the boss. He thinks it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> He really likes his bo- his wife being in charge. So, anyways, so um, 
he says, yes, I've, I've wanted to uh, fight that writer since I knew about him. Yeah, and so they both do their change form. And this is where we see that his, that uh, Takamaru's, uh, Ta- Takamaru is, is, is. It's on his hand. Yeah, it's, it's in the center of his left palm. Yeah. And then. Uh, and what is it? The Dopant. Uh, I don't know. It's like a tattoo, I guess. I don't know what the, the actual yeah, term for it I, is. I, but. I don't remember the term. But, um, uh, and Kirihiko transforms into, into Nasuka. Yeah, Nasuka. And I think this, uh, the, uh, Takamura's form is much more defined. It seems larger than his uh, duplicated. Uh, it might be. It, it might be the looks same a, suit. It could be. It just looks like it has more to it. But then the entire time that we saw it on the first episode, it was like from farther away, and he was kind of getting beat up the whole time. So. Yeah, it was only available for like a couple seconds. Right. But um, then it goes to the ramen shop. Yeah. And so uh, it basically informant. I can't remember what they call him. Uh, it is... Um, like what's this character's name? We haven't seen him for a couple episodes. It is something. Watcher man. Watcher man. There we go. Yeah. It's so Watcher man and Santa Chan, <laughs> which is still such a bizarre character. I mean, I don't know. When he was Watcher man, is like uh, eating his bowl of ramen. And there's this huge disc on top of it, like a little. Uh, I don't remember what did you say it was called. I think it's called a, a Fura Naruto. Yeah. So uh, if you ever see Naruto, the the whole point of that little circular thing that's always in the side of the ramen is it, bowls oh, is it uzumaki no uzumaki is a whirlwind war, i'm trying to remember what it is anyways um uh yeah it's a it's special gigantic yeah like it fits the whole bowl like a lid yeah and he was saying it's because it's kind of windmill shaped almost yes right? um it is uh a narumaki so it's a futu naruto maki um a naruto maki is it's a uh it's actually a cured fish sashimi, like put into a paste. Oh, ooh. it's like a fish patty. <laughs> I don't know if I want to try it now. No, it'd be the same thing as what, like a hamburger patty, but fit. Uh, it's yeah, a, it's seems... a, it's a beef versus ha- fish. Okay, but, I got you. Yeah. Um, but they put like a uh, a whirlwind in it n- normally, a mm-hmm. spiral, which is what in the Naruto show was the. No, which was the Naruto, which was the, the thing on his stomach. The thing on his stomach, yeah. Um, but in this show, because they use a little pink circle in it, in this show they make it so it's more of a whirl, uh, windmill. Okay, yeah. Uh, thing for the Futa city, right? Um, so I think it's a a, a Futu uh, Maki, I think is what it's called. Okay, uh, Fu Naruto maybe is what they shorten it to. I'm trying to remember, but it's like a it's like a, a fish patty. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I don't know why uh, yeah. it stuck. It's like such a useless thing to talk about, but it just stuck out to me. I was like, yeah, because it covers the whole top of the bowl. This is not the first time it, hap- it happened. I think it happened in a previous episode, really quick. Oh, okay. But it will be in other episodes. Um, but it's like the specialty Futo ramen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're at uh. Like a ramen stall. Yeah, Watcherman and uh, Santa so, Chan are sitting there, and they're talking about ramen. Santa hands over his bamboo shoots. As a present. Yeah, he's like, oh, here you go. And then Watcherman's like, oh, you don't like bamboo shoots? He's like, no, but since I gave you those, I'll take this in exchange. And he grabs his pork out of his ramen bowl. And just yeah, like, which is the most important part. Right. The pork. And Watcherman's like, what the heck are you doing? No. They start <laughs> to argue, and then Akiko's like, ah, out of nowhere. Because you don't even know she's in the scene until she just pops up, which yeah. has happened. I don't know. It seems like her thing is enters. Here you are. Well, she's doing uh, the legwork. Yeah. Well, uh, Philip doesn't leave. No. And uh, Shotaro has to guard them. Mm. So she's doing the grunt work of, of finding out information. So she goes to Watcher Man and uh, she's she's really going to Watcher Man for information. And Sato Chan's is there. Mm. Yeah. Such uh, a weird character. Yeah. Anyways, so um, they're finding out information. And Watcher Man says that uh, strange things are happening at the, the land. 
there is at late at night they hear noises underground mm-hmm. like a factory going on yeah and so she says thanks for the information that's that'll be a great help this one's on me yeah i'll treat you guys i'll treat you guys and so she walks away to call and tell philip about what's going on so philip can yeah. look up more it, information it doesn't take long for philip to piece it together and kind of he's like okay maybe there's a factory it's under the place that they work or uh, that's the reason why they don't want to build the second windmill there because it'll expose that they have this factory making illegal yeah yeah you know so um then she turns back, hangs up the phone, turns back, and you see stacks of bulls in front of both of them. Yeah, and then Watcherman like says, says, I'll have eights. <laughs> and and Sentiment's like, I'll have eights also. And she's like, what? <laughs> now, mind you, like a, a, real, a really good bowl of ramen is like 12, 15 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I usually can't finish one. Yeah. Because they're their thing. So this is like, but it's, so she was thinking, I'll get you a bowl, maybe two, whatever. Right. But eight bowls of, that's, she's spending like. A, and it's only been like 10 seconds, 15 yeah. seconds. That's the joke. This yeah. Um, they couldn't even enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> okay. And so then it goes to, they're back at, I think this is like where she lives. You know, I it, it's, it's a new location as far as the way it's shot. It might not be. <laughs> exactly a new location for the show but uh um, i think this is like the balcony or the the outside area yeah, like a patio or something yeah like it's a it's an outside uh area like park area but it's on like the 12th story of a building yes overlooking water yeah uh and so he's sitting there uh shotaro and he wants to talk to asuka basically he wants to tell her the truth yeah so he sees he's, he's like we need to talk uh and she's like about papa and he's like you need to know the truth. The truth is, your father is really, and then there's like this long pause, and he's he's just like, common writer. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't brew it. He's looking at her face. He can't do it. He's a sucker. Um, like, really? And he's like, yeah, I remember him saying something about having a cute little girl. <laughs> so he just kind of walks off like, ah, failed again. I just can't do it. So, he's, yeah, he's off to the side, and he's like looking off onto things like, I'm, I'm pathetic. I can't do it. I'm, I'm a pansy. And then... um. Big long tentacle comes out. Yeah, tentacle comes out, grabs her, and instead of like dragging her off, he comes into frame. Right, uh, right. He the he, Dupont comes into frame. He uses the girl as a <laughs> as a as a yeah as, as a as fixture an, to pull himself an up. I guess just hoists himself and uh, is shooting Shotaro. And Shotaro is dodging out of the way. Yeah, he's shooting like a whole bunch of bullets because goes Teeth. straight up <laughs> machine gun on him. And uh, Shotaro doesn't have any time to change. It's just like, I got to get out of the way. So he gets knocked off the balcony. And right as he's getting knocked off, he uses his spider watch to shoot a tracking device. Right on her. Uh, right like on, it looks like a little button. Yeah, where, right on, where right on her or, uh, like her shoulder, mm-hmm. her lapel. And, and he falls a good way down before he finally catches himself with the uh, spider watch. Also apparently has a... Well, it uh, has a grappling that we saw in episode one. It, yeah, I see. So yeah. it's a grappling hook. It's got a tracker. It yeah. can walk by itself. Yes. And I believe he uses it. No, he uses the bat for most of the attacks, right? Yeah. He uses the phone. The phone. <laughs> the bat is a camera drone. Yeah. Okay. So hard to keep track of sometimes. I mean, they're I mean, all he's, very he's thick. Ba- he's, he's Batmaning it up there. He's got this utility belt. Um, And so he is only, he catches himself and he's only like three feet from the bottom of the, fo- from the ground when he yeah. catches himself. So he's and like, the, he lets himself, he, let, he drops to the ground and transforms. He's not just like, I'm just done. He transforms and he starts running, and that's when Nazca attacks him. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, I believe this was when um, the councilwoman gets a call from Takamura. That's right after he gets attacked. 
Okay, so I thought it was happening. See, yeah, I guess the 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 important scene, the one that I'm the only one I can really remember the order for is one we're watching right now. Is uh, yeah, Nazca shoots like a couple. I want to say like three or four bullets from his sword. Yeah, he shoots a bunch of energy blasts. Knocks out of the way. He reveals himself as Nazca. Then it goes to okay, yes, the councilwoman. All right, yeah, yeah. She gets a phone call. A, a, she gets a text ransom note. Yeah, saying that hey, I've got your cute daughter. We're playing together. Yeah, it's from uh, Takamura, mm-hmm. and so she real like come alone kind of thing. And then it goes back to the fight. Right. So Nazca's uh, there. He basically. Uh, has this cool monologue about how, you know, I've been really wanting to... Uh, Ever since I met you, yeah, I've, I've been, been really wanting to cut you in half. Yeah, cut you in half. <laughs> and it's like, you're like, yeah, it was, it was they, in two parts. They exchange a few blows. Meanwhile, Philip is telling him that the belt that Nazca is wearing is indicative of his rank uh, in the organization, essentially. Yeah, he's... It's like a memory belt. It's a, it's a memory driver. Memory driver. And... Uh, Which means he doesn't need the... The tattoo thing, right? No, and also he has more control over it. Right, that means he's not going to be addicted yeah. in the same way that these it, it's uh, Dupont's are. Which is the, because they have the double driver. Right. And so, um, and like all of them have, the terror has it, they all have drivers. Yeah, driver. Right. Um, he also turns into heat metal at this point. Oh, to, yeah. So, and it's really cool because it starts off, he's in Cyclone Joker, as you expect, and they're having this sort of exchange, uh, sword against, uh, foot and obviously that's not going to work out in the best interest so Nazca is about to strike a blow on him and he just really fast uh exchanges into heat metal and blocks it with the back of his staff that's now in his hand well he blocks it with the staff that's because the staff comes in on his back exactly so he blocks it with it on his back and then pulls it off and starts using it and this was all one smooth motion it was like he was turning after a missed kick he's about to get struck and he just switches they're really good at those transition scenes yeah like changing from one definitely yeah and so then he's like attacking him with the uh staff and it's again it's not really working this whole time the, the entire time he was in Cyclone Joker and he was throwing kicks, Nazca's just like dodging him and laughing because he's just having a good old time with this. Yeah. Uh, and then Shotaru asks Philip to give him full control. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, I didn't even, I, I couldn't, I, has this happened before? Because I feel like we've at least talked about it. No, but it does go the other way where um, Shotaru just gives Philip full control over one okay, side. That's right. To do something else. Yeah. Because it was at one point where it was like, okay, you um, make sure to control the vehicle while i yeah so basically shutaro is pretty much in the driver's seat most of the time mm-hmm. and philip is aiding okay uh he controls that side a lot mostly that's he's the one who changes the the memories and right right like, and um uh but shutaro can just completely devoid his uh, his control over that to let philip completely do his own thing okay um but this time he asks for the other way. He asks Philip to let him have the full control. Right. And again, once again, a very smooth scene where they're they're fighting, and then all of a sudden he switches to um, heat trigger and does like a point blank blast. Well, on he Nazca. asked for it, and it's great because Philip says, um, "Okay, but it's probably a bad idea." Yeah. <laughs> and so they're doing the the uh, they're fighting, and he gets right in there. And he blocks with the the staff, and he translates to the Joker, and the staff just disappears. It, it translates to trigger, and the staff just drops away. And he's got the the gun, and he uses heat trigger at point blank range. Yeah, shoots a bunch of rounds. It basically makes a huge explosion that hits both of them, uh, but it works. And Philip says something like, uh, "I knew it was a bad idea. You're insane, or something like that." And suddenly the transformation just quits. Yeah, because he's pretty much used up all of Philip's energy. Yeah, Philip just passes out essentially. I mean, there's a there's a reason why Philip is almost always back there it's because shotaro is the physically strong one right so uh, philip is not like physically strong and can't last very long mm-hmm. um so 
this uh then he calls Philip because the transformation was undone. Right. Calls Philip and Akiko is there and so she grabs Philip's phone. Yeah, she walks up and it's cuz the phone was ringing. She walks in there and she sees Philip's on the ground. And he think and she thinks, "Oh yeah, Philip's just transformed." Right. You know, cuz she's used to this and she's on the phone and says, "No, it's 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 me." And he's out and Shotaro says, "Well, I did something pretty reckless. He's probably pretty wiped out." Mhm. And so So yeah, take care of him. Take care of him. And so uh Shotaro looks at his giant watch that only appears when he needs it. Yeah, it's only there whenever he needs it. Um, anybody who hasn't seen the show, it's, it's kind of huge. Um, imagine like a Geiger counter. It's it's like a I'm trying to think of the size of it. Something that would like everybody would know. And the only thing I could think of is imagine a wristwatch that is an original Game Boy. I was about to say, think, of, <laughs> think not Game Boy Color, but Game Boy. An original Game Boy, yeah. DMG, like this massive thing on his wrist that is not there when he doesn't use it. No, it's not there until he needs it to be there, and then he looks down, and there it is. Yeah. Um. So he follow, he's following the tracker because he's following... Uh, Takamura. Well, he's, following, uh, he's following the tracker to go get uh, Asuka. Yeah, Asuka. As- I keep saying Akiko. Um, and so, because you always thought... You thought I the know, a, You thought the late. A was... Akiko. Anyway, late. so... Um, we go and it also shows that, uh, the councilwoman, she, yes, she goes. Yeah. You find I, she's in this weird, very shifty location with like graffiti everywhere. Yeah. And, and so she's going and then she goes to an elevator and it goes down. I think this is around the time where she realizes what she's been doing. Yeah. To her daughter. Yeah. It definitely seems like she's a little bit more worried. Um, I will say though that it, it, there's a scene with Kirihiko. Uh, oh yeah. You see him, he's behind a column and he's just angry. So angry that, uh, uh, some double would do such a reckless move. And then all of a sudden, the more he thinks about it, he starts to get excited and like, he's laughing. He's like, he's like, it's it's, it was because it was reckless. Yeah. It's just like, it's going to get exciting now. Yeah. You (laughs) can see that he's just really, uh, liking the rivalry, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, yes, I found the opponent. I don't know. He just, uh, definitely, you can see that he gets fired up about battles. Yep. So, uh, he... So Councilwoman, she's going down, and she finds that uh, Asuka's tied up, and the guy's just playing with a toy. Yeah, it's like and, a, one of those uh, wrist balls. Yeah, you know, he's like mentioning he, something about how he has different tastes in toys than her, mm-hmm. than the girl. And he says that he killed their, her dad. Oh, okay. Uh, he says something about the fact that her dad's gone. Oh. And this kind of crushes yeah, her. Yeah, the daughter's like, is it true, Mom? Yeah. And uh, then he's like, he, meanwhile, he's switched to his uh, dopant form. Yes. And he's like, you know, grabbing this and he's got like his little hook claw thing. And then it switches to uh, the garage. Yes. And Akiko says, okay, we got to get Philip back up in action. So she goes up and grabs a shot of vinegar and drops it down his throat. Yeah, because all this time she's been kind of just sitting around going, you know, just bored and like kicking her legs and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, grabs this. It's like dark vinegar too. Yeah, like whatever so, the vinegar, and so, just splashes it in his mouth, and he's all. Oh, and then you get, a, and then you have Shotaro get a phone call saying that hey, he's good to go now. And, and then you see Philip just like salute, yeah. <laughs> ready to go, Here reported for action. And uh, when uh, Shotaro follows the tracker, he sees that uh, the Dopont's there, and then he transforms. Mm-hmm. He transforms to um, Cyclone Joker like normal. Yeah, and then he. Shoots. He he changes to cyclone trigger. Yeah, cyclone trigger. He tries to shoot him the same way that he took care of the first one, but uh, this guy's just a lot better, obviously. And but he also holds Asuka in the mm-hmm. in the way. And uh, Shotaro just says, "Do you trust Papa?" Yeah. <laughs> and and she's like, "Uh huh." And so then um uh 
they go to Luna Trigger. Yep. He fires so, around and it uh, so it shoots straight at him at first and then arcs up around and hits him in the back. See, uh, this is why Luna Trigger is the the best the main, match. Yeah, because <laughs> it's basically homing missiles. Yeah, it, they're like <laughs> homie shots. <laughs> Can't because it, it, it totally makes sense with Luna being the, the yeah the weird flippy like uh, route one stuff it's like, like a rope whip yeah so he hits him and this is where uh, uh, Dopon says it's like it curved I don't know what's going on <laughs> and uh, starts running double grabs uh, Oscar and passes her off to uh, the mother and then runs after him and then they go outside yeah meanwhile the, the mother's just like clutching the daughter and crying I can't remember what uh. Asuka said in this situation. I think she was, says, I see, see, I told you that Papa would save me. And she's like, yes, yeah. yeah. Starts to cry or whatever. Yeah. So then go outside and then we get some more CGI. Yeah. So uh, it starts off, you know, he, he shoots a couple more rounds and it's all screwing up this, you know, obviously this thing can't deal with it. He can't defend itself from yeah. this because you go to block it and it's just like, nope, sorry, you're getting hit in the chest. And he switches to this gigantic form. So what it is, is... I think they explain it better later. But what it is is when uh, they lose control. Oh. So basically when they go to those forms, they can't change back anymore. Okay. They're, they've are they like given over completely to the memories. Okay. All right. So that's what that was. That it's it's what, happened with the, what happened with T-Rex. Yeah. And so it doesn't happen with all of them all the time. No. Uh, basically when they need to sell another toy. Yeah, because it didn't happen, didn't happen to money. Yeah. So it just shows that this guy's... He totally lost it. Mm-hmm. And so he's fighting a giant version of the, the actual Amalakas or whatever. Yeah, Anamalakas. Well, that's the thing is they turn into the actual version of it. So yeah. if money had transformed, he'd just be a coin on the ground. Yeah, it wouldn't be really good. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he grabs uh, Double and jumps into the water. Yeah. And so now it's exactly what Philip was saying was a bad idea earlier on. But well, here we are. And then uh, Shotaro says, Philip, we need hard slasher. A hard splasher, yeah. Hard hard." Heart splasher? Yeah, a splasher. A heart splasher. And uh <laughs> and Philip's like, hey, or you know, I'm already on it. And he's yeah. see him grabbing like his phone on his thing and clicking the tracker button or whatever. He, controlling the um the double draw the double thing. I forgot what it's called, but yeah. Um and of course Akiko and Philip's unconscious body are in there. Right. Yeah, because there because she was messing around on top of the the bike, I think. Yeah, she was just she like was so bored. Vroom, 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 you know? <laughs> Uh, and of course, his passed out body just happens to be on the platform because she's watching there. So it goes um, the whole big vehicle thing, and mm-hmm. it's locking into the yellow one. Yes, which is the heart heart splasher, which is the water one. Basically, it is a just jet- the, a coolest jet ski ever. I yeah, mean. <laughs> it is a pretty cool jet ski. It's like a battle jet ski. Yeah, it's like a jet ski with missiles, and it's like shaped like I don't know. Uh, I can't even describe it. Yeah. So um. So they use it, they hit him, they get on top of it. Mm-hmm. They're doing some mo- cool moves. I mean, there's not much to talk about on this. Yeah, because it's, you know, big creature versus guy. So you kind of really have to see it. it. It's vehicle versus big creature. Yeah, and um, me- most of the time he's using uh, trigger. Yeah, and so then he does the trigger um, memory break, mm-hmm. which is trigger full burst. Yeah, full burst. Which is just a bunch of bullets. Yeah, it shoots like six at a time twice. Yeah. Something like that. And, and it just like, blows Basically the emptying the clip, and then it blows him up, and... Uh, then it goes to uh, Sayako. Yeah. So she um, basically is apologizing to her dad about m- messing up. Yes, that her subordinates are useless. And, you know, I'm sorry that they're useless, essentially. I should have taken better care of it. And then we'll take care of the factory. And then they blow up the factory. Yeah. So we don't see, we do not see how she feels about Nazca losing or Kirihiko. Like, I'm sure that, I hope that's part of the next episode. But 
So uh, they blow up the factory, so they're not going to get information. Yeah, because she was like, I'll take care of it, make sure that we're not connected, nothing happened. Yeah. But um, the next scene, it goes to the river. Double uh, is pulling the guy out of the river. Who's and, still alive, but the... the but, uh, but gripping the broken memory. Yeah, it's broken, and it was still in his hand. And then it, like, falls, and then he passes out. Yeah, and then you hear the papa thing again. And, yeah, so Asuka and the councilwoman run up. And the councilwoman is trying to, like, smooth it over by saying that Papa's got to go protect the whole city now. He can't just protect you. He's got to go. Yeah. And she says, okay. And she, like, leans her head forward because... She, 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 uh, she, she runs up to him and asks for the usual. Now, I don't think we talked about this in the last episode. No, it was, it was this episode. It was when Philip was doing the research on... Um... No, but, like, he learned about it initially. He learned about it initially in the previous episode because of the flashback. Okay, right. Yeah, so when Philip was doing the research earlier, he saw this scene where... Um, essentially, the he dad saw the just guy's pats memories. her head. He saw the guy's memories. Yeah, I, and I don't quite know how he's doing that, besides just mystically having all the knowledge of the universe. Yes, he, he he just doesn't have all the knowledge in books. He has all the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he... So, there is something to this. I don't remember if it's disproven later, but how I remember the base of the thing is that he might have the knowledge because the guy's dead. Oh. But no, I think the next episode... Proves that wrong. We'll find out. I think I he just has all the knowledge, just knows everything. everything. <laughs> but, um, uh, so yeah, it's it's like crazy how powerful that makes him. Really does. Yeah. So he uh, he uh, the father had this little thing where he'd pat her pat her head in a certain way. Yeah, just kind of like rub it circular and then tap it, tap. And so uh, you obviously Shotar has no idea. He's like, I was so close to pull, pulling off this lie. And then Philip's like, Well, this is what happens when you <laughs> you know you you get. Become part of a lie that you're you're not, not pr- willing to. Let me just bail you out, and he bails him out by doing the move. Yeah, because Shotaro knows us. Uh, Philip knows everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets on the hard splasher and uh drives off. Yeah, gives her and, like I don't know, like a look back maybe. No, he was uh. So the Shotaro side was going to give a little wave by, but he couldn't. So Philip did. Right. Yeah. And uh, because. Uh, the guy, I guess it was his uh, right hand. Anyways, so um, then there's a little voiceover. Yeah. Kind of like a recap that councilwoman, she withdrew. Yeah, she retired from being a councilwoman. Uh, councilwoman retired. The second Futo Tower is put on an indefinite hold. Yeah. So museum won in the, the end. Museum did win in the end. They lost the factory, but right. museum won in the end. And then it goes to kind of the recap of them all in their office. Mm-hmm. Because this whole time, whenever he's doing this at the end of a two-part, it's he's typing this in to his typewriter. Yes, and uh, you know, making it kind of novelish. Yeah, it's it's funny though because it's 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 totally an American typewriter, and so he's typing <laughs> everything in Romanji. So mm-hmm. so long. Yeah, because you're, you're typing who knows how many syllables. I think I might have alluded to this, but the reason, one of the reasons why, one of the reasons why Japanese video games gained such a powerful market back in the '90s. Mm was because of the limited space you could put on things. That's why Japanese, that's why they were able to do um, RPGs like on the NES mm-hmm. because there was less room for, text took up less room. Okay, yeah. Because there was more characters so they could take up less room, um, which is why uh, when they were translated, we get all these weird errors because they're trying to fit the same information in the thing that's where you get things like all the places belong to us and like a crazy uh-huh. t- yeah. translations <laughs> um but anyway so yeah his pay his, his book's gonna be huge because it's all going to be in romanji yeah seriously <laughs> 
Also, Japanese uh, doesn't have spaces. No. So that saves a lot of room, too. Because <laughs> a space counts as a character. Yep. Um, so uh, I don't remember what he asked. He asked for... Well, first thing he talk, he looks at Philip and he says, "So you were, uh, oh, you were up. studying his po- his, his uh, habits the whole time." And he's like, "Oh, did I say that? Yes, <laughs> I forgot. I'm too busy. Yeah, I'm too busy right now." And he's got I don't know twenty different types of vinegar in front of him and with shot glasses. And he's, he's just like learning the out. magic of vinegar. <laughs> yeah, he's got to learn everything about vinegar now. And so they're like, "Oh yeah, so so funny." So uh, Philip uh, Shotaro gets up and is like jostling around with him. It's kind of in the background, and the main audio is saying that. Uh, Philip, uh, Shitaro says, probably in the near future, she'll tell her the truth. Yeah, I'll tell the, the girl the truth. Uh, so the, the double has gained, in the meantime, double has gained one more responsibility. Yeah. And so he takes two shots of vinegar and he hands one to Akiko and he takes one and they take the shot and they spit it out. I'm like, it's vinegar. What do you expect? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's where it ends. That's the end of the episode. Not a bad episode. I, you know, uh, I will say I'm gonna start off immediately with with my suck on this one because uh, this is the same problem I had with the casino episode. There's absolutely no consequences. I'm morally, I don't agree, and there's just no justice for me about uh, about keeping the lie. The keeping the lie, yeah, it, I, it bothers me that double kept the lie. Yeah, keeping keeping the lie as well as like I, I was hoping at least Philip in this case, and usually I'm hoping on Shatari for this, but I was hoping at least Philip wouldn't join in on it, and then they did anyway, and I'm like, okay. You're telling me this lady almost gets her daughter killed. It's not like she apologized. I mean, she might, she understood enough that she retired from being a councilwoman. Yeah. So I, I accept that part. But yeah, it's just like, let's continue. Like, you know how much damage you're going to be doing to this child in the future? To one day find out, oh no, your dad's been dead for like seven years. I just wanted to, you know, not And hurt I've been you. lying to you for the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and that's just going to tack on so much distrust and grief. I think, I think that comes from, uh, I mean, there are some cultural things, but it's also the fact that we're analyzing the episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you just like, yeah, it's not. It's supposed to be a self-contained story, but it, I'm just thinking the future. This kid's going to be like, because it's going to be told to her in such a way that it's like, I didn't want you to feel this way, and you're just going to have to get over it because I'm or your brother. This care, she grows up to become a common right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. That would be oh, sweet. Wow, that would be totally cool though. Especially because you know the thing with shows, series like this is you could totally go back to uh already disc- uh, explored world for round two if you wanted yeah they especially don't. for the series ones like double i mean not they're not gonna i'm just saying you could like yeah. it, for like an anniversary 20th anniversary or whatever they could totally come back and do another futo city i mean they they don't Kamen even have Rider to like adventure. make something like serious no. like instead of if yui in uh zero one just happened to be named asuka right <laughs> Yeah, just oh, what? what? You d- no don't way. don't have to actually announce it, but just just happen just to be because it's in the future too. So yeah. it's like uh, whatever you know. Happen. Yeah, let it stream. Um, so what was your suck? Um, my suck uh, was was the lie. Yeah. Okay. So we agree on that. It's it's not the whole consequences thing because I'm like whatever she, but keeping the lie to the end. Yeah, you're better than this. Yeah. Um. But like I said, it's a two-part episode. It's like one mm-hmm. story. It's not even like a big deal of the uh, over the overarching of it. So, I mean, I can put it aside because I'm like, whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm gonna get my my distaste for it will go away the same way it did for the entire casino thing and the daughter not uh, yeah getting any of her comeuppance. Yeah, just like, oh hey, welcome back. Now that your plan's ruined and you've almost destroyed us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what is your score? 
So the Segoy is uh, Nazca's just cool. Like he's he's an awesome villain as far as uh, his place in the story so far. Um, he had a great intro. Nazca is pretty cool, and uh, it was a really cool fight. And it, I liked how the only way he got defeated was with something reckless. And it shows that he was calculating everything, and he wasn't expecting this, and it made him angry at first, and then excited. It made him realize that this is gonna be fun. Because Which means that now I feel like he's also calculated more things like that in the future. You know what I mean? Like he's can't wait to see this. So what if this happens? I don't. Know. Just an awesome kind of villain. So my Segoy was the the exact opposite of the last episode uh-huh. of of the my suck in the last episode is that we saw every form of trigger in this episode. Yes, all three at one. And all all one three episode. in this episode, and it was and, all it was all done at like the perfect times. It was really cool. Yeah. So it was. Uh, I mean, and they the the least one was the one we saw last episode, which is Cyclone Trigger. Yeah. So I mean, it kind of undoes my my suck from last episode. Yeah, it all makes sense within I, the two episode parts. Yeah, it, two two of them together. I mean, that's the hard part about the two parter. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta judge them each individually. Yeah, and this but, yeah, one's I, always so much better because it's it, as a whole now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the the fact that he ends with uh, Trigger. Mm. I'm not too happy about it being the fight in the water, but that's just the whole CG aspect of it. Right. I mean, there's only so much you can do. There's a lot less CGI. Yeah. It, pretty much they just use it whenever they need to sell another toy of the motorcycle. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, there are... Uh, At the very least, they didn't drag it out with this weird obstacle course. It's it's a common occurrence about having weird CGI in the beginnings of series. Mm. And then they like they think to themselves, oh, we kind of sold the toys, so we'll go. Now we can act with the story. Like in Kiva, they had giant fangires, but those went in the end. Okay. Uh, they also had a giant dragon that was a castle. Okay, that's very Final Fantasy-esque. Not like a castle on a dragon, but like the dragon was the castle. Yeah, I'm thinking like Alexandria or something like that. Just big no, it was world. a big giant mansion castle and then arms and legs and a head and wings stuck out. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's like a turtle, dick. but a dragon. Yeah. Castle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, so now we have to decide on the rider ranking. So right now we have uh, double is number two. You I will know. point out the fact there is the whole lie thing, but I will point out the fact we just learned we did learn that Philip is omniscient. Yeah, omniscient. I you know I like that part. Um, that lie though, it's like I'm feeling like I'm gonna keep him where he is, if not drop him down one. I'm trying to debate here, okay? Because who's in third place right now? Kuga zero one zero one is in third. Okay, no, you know what? I'm gonna keep him where he is right now. Because you gotta think, like, if you had to choose between hanging out with Zero One or hanging out with Shotaro, uh, any day. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear bad jokes the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I'd even rather hang out with Philip than Zero yeah. One, right? Because yeah, at least he's learned something. Yeah, Philip. really. It would be fun to mess with Philip and be like, "Have you ever heard of?" And see how long it takes to coffee, and just watch him go off. <laughs> <laughs> just, just random stuff. Um, he, it would be like living with Google. Yeah, It'd be like, hey, oh Philip, you know uh, that's who the starred in. <laughs> that's like the perfect analogy of <laughs> Philip. <Yeah>. Freaking heck! <laughs> it's living with Google. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm gonna just keep double where he is because, uh, I mean, he gained some points, lost some points, and so it even, it even. Yeah, I mean, I really like his uh, how quickly and smoothly, you know, again. If Nazca wasn't so cool, I would have talked about how smooth all the battle scenes were in this one as far as the swapping between yeah, with it looking the, like the, it was an actual strategy that you could use. They're getting the hang of it. Yeah, because usually exposing, exposing your back to the enemy is a horrible idea, except that, you know, if you know there's a middle bar that's going to pop up. Yeah. So you in, do what you do. they really started with the, they, they're getting some new, they're getting the handle of the switching. Mm-hmm. 
and it really shows. Um, mostly like the previous series decade, it was full suit trans changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, these technically are full suits because I don't think they have like I think they have just a different. They don't have just two halves of a suit they put together. They probably just have full suits. Right. Um, but it was more of less actiony changes, mm-hmm. more of make a big deal about it and transform. Oh, the dramatic. Uh, the whole rising bird. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so it was. That's the the cool thing about these. It's just really quick changes. Okay. Um. Even e- later on, they don't. It's they're bigger deals. Mm. The changes are bigger deals, but. I think Double specifically is really smooth about their translations. And so I, li- I really like how that works. Yeah. Um, I've told you this is not like a spoiler, but in one of the movies, he does every single combination. I think you said that before. In yeah. one fight. And in, a, in a row. I feel like if it's a movie, I'm kind of forced to use every single combination. But he uses every single once. combination with every single finishing move. Oh, okay. Like in a, co- in like a combo. It's I, awesome. I will, I'll hold my opinion on that until I see it because yeah. it seems like if it's done right, it'll be cool. Yeah. So, uh, the next episode, we did watch, uh, the, uh, the Akiko was a city councilwoman, but we shouldn't have. Yeah, it seems like a little bit too early, so maybe we should hold off on our opinion of that until after the next two episodes. So, um, but you did learn what the C was. Yeah. Because the next one is, find the C, Philip can't stand it. Find the C, Philip can't stand it. So I can give a prediction on this one. But the C always stands for two things. C stands for two things, yeah. So one is cockroach. Cockroach, because we saw that. One of them is always the Dilpont they have to fight. Yes, one's the Dilpont, one's whatever the the story is centered around. Uh-huh. Kind of. Yeah, so what do you think the, the other C will be? Um, Let's see. C, what can Philip not stand? Yep. A challenge? <laughs> nope. But anyways. <laughs> I don't know. C, there's a lot of C words to think about. Yeah. Uh, and I will tell you that this is, um, these next two ones are considered the worst two episodes of Common Rider Double. So are you expecting me to rip on this the entire time? Uh, it might be, but I mean, it, it might be because I told you they're the worst, you find out they're not that bad. Yeah. Maybe you've prepared <laughs> me mentally for something yeah. horrible. But yeah, they're not, uh, there's always a couple of episodes that are just bad. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's giving these any accolades. So, you know, <laughs> We've seen some wacky stuff just from uh, the, what is this, the 23rd episode of this sh- the series now? 23, 24, something like that, yeah. Yeah, let's see. Yes, I, I want to say 23. Or no, 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 this is our sixth episode, but yeah, no, okay. I've seen a lot of wacky stuff, like the scorpion guy rolling a pill, for example. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know, I feel like mentally I'm prepared, but I'm all, I'm always ready for surprises. <laughs> so, um, our next episode will be episode six of Zero One. Okay which is titled, I Want to Hear Your Voice. Okay. And I think I guessed that it was going to be yeah, about you, the voice actress. You said, because we saw that the guy was uh, making a voice actress. Yeah, and then they showed the voice actress later, and it sh- was a little too much for just a side thing. I, I, I don't think, I mean, it's a kid's show, so they don't, won't, won't like go no, weird not, into it. With it. I think, because he's older, she'll, he'll probably treat her like a daughter. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I would, sure. <laughs> so that will be our next episode. Thanks for, once again, sticking with us all the way to the end of the episode, guys. If you want additional information, you can find it on our website, fanboyopinion.com. Or if you want to email us some of your questions or comments, you can do that at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. If you want to share your opinion on the episode, we'd love to hear it on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. Please don't forget to rate and review the show. Either way, I had a blast. My name's Eugene. My name's Eric. And we'll see you all next time.